Hey, what's up, everyone? Braxton Poe and Cole Harris of the Burgers and Brats podcast. We are live on Millions right now. Millions.co, our, our first ever live episode on here. Uh, this is a great company, great product. Glad to be on here. I mean, we got people like Joe Montana, a bunch of MMA fighters, and ath- athletes from every sport you can think of. Uh, Cole, how excited are you to be on Millions? This is an exciting uh, time. I mean, our, our first episode... Uh, I mean, you, you started this thing uh, before me, and I'm just—I was excited to join um, as a guest a couple times. It's grown. We've added a sports betting. Uh, we've added a website. Uh, we've added a shop. Uh, yeah, now, now it's at. Now it's joining millions, and this is just an exciting time for burgers and brats. Uh, I'm excited to be here with you to do it. So yeah. let's keep let's keep it going. Big next step. Here we are, millions. Uh, everyone listening for the first time, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service, at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with Lace, who's on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, at Burgers and Brats. And check out our website, burgersbratspodcast.com. So let's start cooking on the grill, our first segment. NFL preseason is here, Cole. We are the long wait. It's finally over. We get NFL back. I mean, not a fun first game. NFL Hall of Fame game is never good. But, I mean, we're – right now we're doing this live. It looks like Houston's going to beat New England. Uh, so, we got two games tonight. What – how excited are you for the NFL? I mean, got it should be a really good season. A lot, there's a lot of good teams in this league this year, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, you got um, – I mean, I think for as teams who can win a Super Bowl, I mean, you're, you're, really... you're, 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 it's deep. Yeah. It's deep. I mean, it can go – 12, 13, 14 strong, like teams that can win the Super Bowl. Um, and I, I believe the preseason, uh, some teams have already come out and said they're going to play the starters uh, quite a bit. My uh, Broncos included. I mean, and they need my, to. My Steelers included. Right. I, feel, I feel like the way Tomlin had in his interview yesterday, it, it sounded like Pickett's going to be playing a lot in the preseason. Uh, so that that will be somewhat exciting to see. Um, I'm really excited for our game tomorrow night against the Buccaneers. It's a little 6 p.m. Central Time start for us. Yeah, that'll so. be fun watching Pickett and either Baker Mayfield, Kyle Trask. I mean, you'll get both of them, but we'll see who gets to start. Kind of a battle right there. And yeah, like you said, this league is so deep, but it's all pretty much on the AFC side. <laughs> I mean, there's a few in the NFC, but I yeah, think most are NFC AFC teams. For sure. I, I think you look at your top 10 teams and seven, eight of them are AFC teams. Mm-hmm. I believe there's probably, you know, three or four NFC contenders. Obviously, you have your, your top two. And then I think, you know, anything yeah, I mean, can Dallas happen. and Philly. Are- Dallas and Philly. Dallas is going to be, again, and 49ers, obviously, a, a strong five seed. But I think it's going to end up being your 49ers and Eagles. Dallas will be your third playoff best team. Um, and then throw in if, if Minnesota's strong again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're wild card, but it's really going to be those top three, I believe. Um, kind of like how it was last year. Yeah, it's it's going to be a great, le- a great, great season this year. Some, some of the players you're looking forward to uh, during the season, I mean, obviously it's all going to be a bunch of rookies and young guns like Bryce Young, Will Levis, Sam Howell. Jordan Love in Green Bay. We'll see how much he gets to play in the preseason. Uh, Baker Mayfield for us. Trey Lance. Trubisky versus Pickett, like he got. And then C.J. Stroud tonight went 2 of 4 for, I think, 14 yards and one interception. So not yeah, not, a, not a great start. And then you got Desmond Ritter. So, I mean, I'm, I'm naming all these young quarterbacks who uh, haven't got their chance really yet. Yeah, I, I was – I'm wondering how much Ritter's going to play, like – did you see enough of him last year when Mariota was gone? No, not my opinion. Um, does he does he automatically name a starter and like you don't want to see much of him in the preseason, or do you throw him out there for two, three quarters uh, for you know two games rather than one this preseason? I think you got to play him a lot. Um, I think it was interesting they had um, Bijan Robinson as the fourth string running back on their initial depth chart. That's insane drafting him number eight or nine. And having yeah. him for string, but I mean, he is behind Cordell Patterson, a one thousand yard rusher. So it, it, it's well, I, I go. 
Tyler, I have Tyler. They got a kid from BYU last year, a rookie who had over a thousand yards as well. So you got three, oh, maybe, three, oh, that was him, three strong running backs in that. Yeah, so uh, that team. It made no sense, honestly. But, but I do think Robinson's going to be a three-down running back come week one. I mean, we he saw we saw it. Mm-hmm. Saw we, it every I, year. We saw it as OU fans what he did to us. Mm-hmm. All those missed tackles and running down and getting tackled at the goal line for touchdowns. And I mean, he just he made us look silly. Yeah, he's a he's a great back. So uh, I'm excited to see. I want to see what Trey Lance can do, how much they play him, because, I mean, they're three deep there as well with Darnold and Brock Purdy being healthy again. And then, obviously, Jordan Love is what we really need to see for Green Bay. I mean, they don't have any help around them besides uh, running game, but uh, see if he's a baller or see if he's a bust and just been – Green Bay's just been wasting his time the last few years. I got that. I got Romeo Dobbs who, who can kind of transition in – just a rookie last year, but he can he can play a little bit. But I do think Green Bay is going to need to get more options on receiving in for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, great running back. Yep. A- AJ Dillon to compliment him. That's uh, got to be one of the best tangible running backs in the league. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, who? What are some of your storylines that you're looking forward to seeing? Some of the players that you want to see. Uh, so the the top three quarterbacks in the NFL. It's being debated every week, it feels like. So I'm really interested to see who takes that bigger leap next year, this uh, this upcoming year, uh, and Josh Allen or uh, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, they their game got canceled with the Hamlin injury incident. They get to play against each other. That had a, had a lot of playoff contention in it as well. Uh, so I, I think that to me that's going to be the biggest storyline I watch all year. Who's going to take claim of that number two quarterback spot? Yeah, and I mean Burrow started off. I think they started one and three last year, and Burrow just did not look good. But also he's I think three weeks now, maybe a little less than removed from a calf, grade two calf strain. So we'll see how much that plays in. I I really what some some of the storylines for me also uh, before we dive into. To kind of our overrated, underrated teams for the year, and that deals in with the quarterbacks. Can Nathaniel Hackett ever put up more than 16 points, Cole? I mean, 16 points in the preseason game, couldn't ever get over 16 with Denver. I mean, that was that was right at it. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Sean, Pay- Sean Payton, uh, that kind of rivalry, that'll be a fun game week five. Uh, but, I mean, most excited, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud in the preseason, and then the 49ers quarterback. So, I mean, it's, it's a quarterback-driven league, so – it, those are kind of some of my lines. Uh, you're looking at the solidified quarterbacks. I'm looking for these young quarterbacks, seeing who's going to get that start and being able to uh, lead their teams. Because, I mean, the teams around them, at least for the 49ers. They Man, can, I don't think there's much competition in San Francisco. That's what, uh, what the media is saying. Or Pur- what the what the even Lockdown is saying. Purdy's job to lose? I don't, I don't think he loses it. No. To who? I mean, I don't. I, th- yeah, yeah. I mean, they're 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 not. Trey Lance is not panned out. I mean, we're we're now what year three, year four of yeah. training camps for him. Yep. And he's going two of six with two interceptions and nineteen yards. And yep, couldn't beat like, out Jimmy Garoppolo. <clears throat> so who who I also think is Jimmy Garoppolo is he's a game manager. Yeah. He's nothing, no, no, crazy intangibles to it. Um, if you can be one of the best game managers and somehow win games twenty to 17, 17, 13, so be it. You got one of the best defenses. That's what their payrolls in. Yeah. But Purdy has shown that he can go out there and deliver three plus touchdown games. Trey Lance has not shown me that he can have two. Yep. So uh, I don't think that's a quarterback situation to lose for Purdy. I I agree. I think it's Purdy's to lose as well. Uh, what are some of your underrated teams for this next year? Giants. Right. I think I know. I just said Cowboys are going to be that third strong NFC team. Giants are right there. I mean, uh, if say if I think I mean Saquon's good now. Uh, I mean Waller and that. Passing attack has looked good in training camp, so I, I think yeah. I think the Giants have a chance to 
outlast the Cowboys for that second in their division. Uh, I believe that there's always that one division every year. Could we get three teams from it in the playoff? I think that could be a division that we see three. Yeah, again, like last year. You know, and so, um, yeah, I just – I think Minnesota takes – I don't think they're as successful. Uh, I think they had too many one-possession win games. Um, they – when they lost – They don't down and cook. Right? <laughs> There's no cook. Yeah, that's and that's, that's fine because Madison's great. Yeah. When when Cook missed games, Madison balled out. So I think they're going to be good in replacing Dalvin Cook. I think they're going to be good in the fact where they replaced Adam Thielen and got them Addison, who mm. played at USC last year. Uh, I think that's going to be a great compliment to go with Justin Jefferson to, you know, great young wideouts there. Um, Kirk Cousins got the playmakers still. His tight ends have progressed. Hawkinson's look like a top five, top eight tight end mm. in the league. So – He's got the weapons. The defense does not. And they're going to lose some of those one-possession games. Yeah. They're going to continue to get blown out 40 to nothing against Dallas. And, you know, they're going to have their games where they get blown out. So I think they take a step back. Yeah. Well, I got I got a few teams on my underrated. I, mean, I think I think the Cardinals uh, with the new head coach. I mean, I never liked Cliff Kingsbury. Didn't think he could. I mean, he still got Kyler Murray, man. He still got Kyler. When we when they when they made the hire, me and you joked about how they hired. A oh, goof. he's a goofball, bro. He's a goofball. So then now you're but, saying like because buddy, the I, he's got to be better than Cliff, right? Yeah, Cliff's at USC now. As a as a game manager, whatever that is, <laughs> whatever that he is, wasn't a great game, game manager in Arizona. No, no, he's a he's a whatever specialist. But um, also, I think the Bears. Uh, just because I think yeah. Justin Fields, I, if they could at least get something on that defense. But Jay Fields, I mean, they won a bunch of close ones. He got him back in the fourth quarter in a bunch of games. They were scoring a lot of points, but also giving that, up a lot. That division's wide open. Mm-hmm. I, I think Minnesota takes that step back. I think I think it's Detroit. the Vikings. But You think it's the Vikings division yeah. to lose? Yeah, it could be Detroit. It could be Chicago. I'm with you there. Chicago is an underrated team. Mm-hmm. And then also the Broncos. I mean, you can't get worse, right? You can't get <laughs> you worse. You can't get worse. So go, let's go back a little bit. Uh, so the uh, team you said right before the Broncos. Cardinals. Bears. Yeah. Do you see what happened in their training camp with Chase Claypool? And one of their – they had a he had a fight. I don't see that. Yeah. Clay, Chase Claypool and one of their defense defensemen got into it. Um, I guess they're pretty – Pretty big brawl. Uh, the GM had to step in and take, you know, take control wow. and stop it. Wow. Isn't that the crazy thing you've heard? Like, not, not the coach, not, yeah. not, even need Chase not, not the players to have each other's back and stop it yeah. themselves and know when to quit. The owner, yeah, that's crazy. the owner had to do it. That, that, and that, that's that's crazy to me. Steelers, Steelers won that trade, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Jake Porter Jr. Yep, a good trade for them. Uh, also, the Ravens. <laughs> no one, no one's picking the Ravens. Uh, Lamar. Now get out. Come of here. on, bro. Lamar was injured last year. They they got Odell, but that, that, they don't have a great artist. I, I I am kind of scared about Odell. I, I'm, I'm not. I I would not. You don't be. have to play against him twice. <laughs> Eric, play against Patrick Mahomes twice. <laughs> that, that's, that's. I'm never playing against Odell freaking Beckham. And then Dolphins, I know you don't like you're not high on Tua, but I think the Dolphins will be a little underrated uh, for this next year. So, Dolphins take a step back. I don't know. I don't know. They just tough lost division. Ramsey. Tough division. Yeah. They just lost Ramsey. Ramsey's the like Jet, fifty. The Jets got better. Yeah. All right. Let me go to my overrated teams. Number oh, one. No. Number one. Should I say it? The Jets. J E T S. Jets. How many do you think the Jets going to get? What did they have last year? They had nine. nine? Give me nine or eight. So you're saying they're going to lose twice to the Bills. You're saying what, once I, to the Dolphins. Mike White, Mitch White. What, you know, listen. Who dude. else? Who, who exactly? Who else? Who else? And now oh, they get they're going to lose Rogers. one of the Patriots. Oh, that's four losses automatically. So okay, four on two I, to I, the Bills, one to the Jets, one to the Patriots. At least I'm not. And then they play Denver. That's a loss. That's five. Okay. There's a lot of bias here. <laughs> Who are you picking if they play the Steelers? 
Oh, I'm picking the Jets. <laughs> well, yeah, because the Steelers suck. No, they don't. <laughs> the Steelers are about to be an 11 or 12 win team. <laughs> the easiest schedule in the league. Do they really? Yeah, we have one of the easiest schedules in the league. Let me look up the Jets. But so, the Jet, the Jet, let's just go to the Jets schedule. Jets play at the Cowboys as well. They play the Chiefs. No, let's just go in order. All right, Bills lose. Cowboys at home. Cowboys lose. Patriots mm. at home win. Versus the Chiefs lose. At the Broncos lose. At versus the Eagles lose. At the Giants lose. What? <laughs> <laughs> at versus the Chargers maybe a win. At the Raiders sure I'll give them a win. At the Bills loss that's seven. Versus the Dolphins loss that's eight. All right, let's go Falcons, to Denver. Texans, I, after seeing Dolphins. this craziness, <laughs> I need you. Dude, I'm counting at least eight losses. Like, like that's automatic. Give me Denver's schedule. What do you think your team's going to do this year? All right, let's go. Schedule. Versus the Raiders, win. Commanders, win. Dolphins. Don't. No. <laughs> Don't talk about the Dolphins being so good. How, they were a playoff. They were all. I all right, all right. Dolphins, Dolphins won. Dolphins Two and one. There you go. Bears oh. win. Jets win. And, and Chicago? Yeah. I picked them as underrated, not to win the division. <laughs> um, versus the at the Chiefs, lose. Versus the Packers, win. Versus the Chiefs, give us one win. It has to happen because we haven't beat them in five years. So it has to happen at least once, right? No. you, guys, you can't I'm at two put, losses put, at put, week put, 10. Put, I'm put, at two <laughs> losses at week 10. At the Bills, loss. Versus the Vikings, Home win. Uh, versus the Browns, you beat win. Cleveland, you beat Texans, you lose the Chargers. Oh, we beat the Chargers because you want to know my next overrated team, the Chargers. You blow a 27 0 lead in the wild card of Jacksonville. They got Kellen Moore. They, you're, you're gonna they be got overrated. a new coaching staff. And then there. we played the Lions, Patriots, Chargers, and Raiders again. Give me three losses. <laughs> okay, I'll go five. Okay. Five max. <laughs> Can we talk y'all, about another? Y'all are probably going to win like six or seven games. Six or seven times two? We win one six games. How much are we betting on that? I'll give you a couple games. All right. Let's just say double digits. I got nine. It was six, it was six a second ago. Now you're going double digits? Oh, wait, 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 wait. What is there over under this year on games? Uh, probably eight and a half. Eight and a half. Maybe nine and a half. So I'll take under seven and a half. What was that eight? So what would that be? Nine and. Here we go. That's there's a there's a there's a there's That's a bet for the eight. year, guys. Nine and eight. Denver's going nine and eight. So Easy. we're going to get into our sports betting here in, in a little bit, but that's going to be one of our bets. I'm a I'm a follow for the year. I'm gonna take right. the under on the Broncos eight and a half. I think that's their total what for the year. Look it up. Look it up. Okay, I'll keep talking. So another overrated team. Give me Seattle. Geno Smith is not doing this again, guys. He he's not. I'm sorry. They did get Jackson, Smith, and Jigma, which great pairing with – or a great trio of Lockett and Metcalf. But I don't see Seattle doing that again. And the Lions. Can we stop with the Lions hype? Can we stop with that? No, Come on. The Lions, are, the Lions are great. They're finishing fourth in their division this year. No. Okay, They third. could win it. They're not winning their division. They could be third in the NFC. Bro, it's the Lions. I, Dan Campbell's a great guy. All right, so here – Jared Goff. 49ers, Eagles, Lions. Who's your other division? Who's your other division? I'm I'm blanking. You just picked the Vikings earlier. No, I'm saying the Vikings are my team to like take a step back. Oh. I got Lions winning that division this year. Really? Yeah. Mm, give me the Who's the other division? I'm missing. Oh, 40... the NFC South. Oh. Oh, Carolina oh, Saints fans. <laughs> Where's Tam- my Tampa Saints, okay, so, Carolina, and Falcons. Oh, gosh, I'd like to play that division. Brutal. That's terrible. I'd love to play in that division. Yeah, I'd love to play in that division. <laughs> what do you mean? If Baker's heating up, it'll be Tampa in a landslide. Maybe Bryce Young will carry this team, but yeah. Anyways, I looked it up. Eight and a half wins for Denver. This Give me year. the over. Book it. I'm taking the under. Over. I would take the under on over. seven and a half. All right, seven. Give me seven and a half. Okay, I mean, we got it on the podcast. This is always going to be recorded. All and, right, give me seven. And but half. I'm taking for this for Eight. our burgers and brats. Can I get into that now? The burgers and brats sports betting. 
Is that okay? Well, we, we're going to, you want to do that now? Yeah, I mean, just right. might as well. Let's see. All right. So we just got the burgers and brats updated this, this, this week on the sites. The last couple days, we started placing the bets. Guys, day one, we went two and oh, and we needed a Boston Red Sox grand slam. We had them minus one and a half. It was 2-2 going into the ninth. We needed a two-run homer, a walk-off homer. You see that ball get stuck in the light? (laughs) Yeah. Grand slam to win the game. The next day, we took a nerfy no-run first inning. We didn't play anything else. We lose it on an air. It was the Twins in Detroit. Two outs, runner on second. Ground ball hit to second, and there was an air. Runner scored. Kind of unfortunate. Today, we ran a little parlay in the Astros and Orioles game. Took the under nine and a half runs. It was a final score today of five to four. And then we got the Dodgers tonight beating Colorado by two runs. Got the run lineup minus one and a half. It's looking good, boys. Um, part the, the sports bay is looking good. I would get on action. Action is the site we're using. Our username is ColTH1623. We're using my personal action account. It's going to keep track of all of our bets for the day, for the week, and for the month. Keep track of your record and how many units you're up and down. Uh, keeps track of futures. Keep track of all your props. Um, player props will probably play significantly less going forward. With the last 35 games of the year in baseball. But come football season, come basketball season, mm, picks up. Player props are back. But for right now, it's mostly going to be run lines, money lines, building up the bankroll for football and NBA season. Right. Let's go. Let's go, baby. We Action. are weeks away. Action is the app to download. Cole TH 1623. Give it a follow. Yeah, we'll put that on the Instagram and Twitter at Burgers Brats, Burgers and Brats. Check it out there too. All right, um, before we move on to some other uh, major breaking news, the NFL top 100 player vote. Have you had a chance to see some of this list? I got to see where my Steelers ranked. Whoever is who? Who? Where? Pickett was not on that list. Tell me, right? No, he was. Well, I saw TJ was top 15, 27. He was a leader in sacks last year, wasn't he? No, he missed some time this year. But how is the – I mean, he should have three. I mean, I'm. this is not biased Steelers fan in me. He has one defensive player of the year. He's got second two times. He should have got second one, you know, one time. He should have won the other one. So I think he should have two. J.J. Watt says he should have three. T.J. Watt said he should have three. I'll give Gilmore his. Right, Gilmore had a career year at interceptions and – Yards less yards allowed, so I'll give it to him that year. But he should have two. Um, I mean, well, he's missed games when I mean, when we miss games, I think we're like one in 12 when he misses games. Dang, yeah, it was not a good record last year. I mean, you just gotta think, man, we're we're we barely get by it. We got 15, 16 years in a row where we're right at 500 or over mm-hmm. 500, Dang. right? And all the games he misses, we lose. So when we win and we finished last year seven and two, mm-hmm. he comes back. The, he comes back and that those last nine games he was back for the last nine games. His first game back was in New uh, at home against New Orleans when we were there. Yeah. Um, yeah, seven and two. Well, can you tell me who the number one player in the NFL is? Mahomes. Correct. Obviously, <laughs> Mahomes. Yeah. I mean that's. Well, where I mean, isn't that ridiculous? Where would you rank TJ? Well, I want to hear you say it, dude. <laughs> 20, I can't just rant about this. I go, I go top 20, top 15. He's the best defensive player in the league. Okay, we'll go top 15. But this list is just straight uh, offense. I mean, you have three of the top 10 are defense, but I, yeah. Chris I, Jones at 10? He was leader in sacks last year. Okay. But I would put TJ 100% at least. Top 15, top 13. 
I could see I pick him over Parsons. I, I, I would Chris take Jones. I would take TJ Watt over Parsons, over Chris Jones, and over Nick Bosa. Yeah. All right. So number one, uh, kind of the top ten here, and then some others. Uh, number ten, we got Chris Jones from the Chiefs. Michael Parsons at nine. Uh, number eight, Josh Allen. Seven, Tyreek Hill. I thought he was pretty high up there. Uh, number six, Joe Burrow. Five, Travis Kelsey. Four, Nick Bosa. Three, Jalen Hurts. Two, Justin Jefferson on this list. And then number one, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, some of these other uh, um, rankings, I, kind of some where these other guys are. What, what kind of stands yeah, out on this uh, list? In that top ten, let's just talk about some flip-flopping here. Uh, we got flip-flop Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow there. Um Jalen took his team to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow took his team to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow took his team to the, cha- the NFC AFC Championship the following year. He's missed some time. He's, I mean, Joe Burrow is, what's 1A and 1B for me? He's 3-1 and one against Mahomes. Just because, like, I, I don't know, man, just because Jalen Hurts took an easy route in the NFC last year, to the Super Bowl, he takes that step up over Joe yeah, Burrow. But they only lost two games. Should have only lost. Should have possibly gone undefeated. Put, C- put Cincinnati in NFC. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I I just don't think because you get that easy route, like Joe Burrow. Hey. Joe Bur- I don't know. You don't have PTSD over what he did against OU. Eagles. Eagles are I, in a tougher division. Okay, listen. I play against Burrow two times a year. And he destroyed OU. I do not like playing against this man. <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Isn't it crazy as an OU fan, we were saying who's better, Baker or Kyler? Oh, it's definitely not Jalen. <laughs> yeah. Who's better, Baker or Kyler? It's, here we are. It's Rattler 20, over Jalen. <laughs> here we are, 2023, and Rattler is kicked off the team, and Jalen Hurts is the highest paid quarterback in the league. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> no one ever saw that. No. no one ever did. Uh, some of these other names on here, 19, you got George Kittle, uh, 31, Saquon Barkley, 23, Sauce Gardner. I, I really don't see the hype. I, I, he's a New Yorker, so he's getting a lot of fame there. But nah, he's, um, he's up there. But uh, 35, McCaffrey. Coming there. And then one spot below him is CeeDee Lamb. So McCaffrey is pretty – yeah, Eckler at 21, yeah. Josh Jacobs at 12, and McCaffrey at where? 35. Yikes. Yeah, what, Josh. What are they doing? Yeah, Josh, I mean, this was the player vote. So Josh Jacobs, leading rusher last year. He can't get a contract right now at number 12. Lamar Jackson at number 39. Eckler, like you said, 21. Mark Andrews coming in at number 80. 96. Trevor Lawrence. Mm. Mm. Uh, Justin Herbert coming in at number 32. Um, Oh, actually, sorry. 39 was Jamar Chase. 72nd was Lamar Jackson. All the way down there. And then in front of Lamar Jackson, Cole, you have Jared Goff at 66. Was that, you said Lamar Jackson's where? Uh, 72, Jer- Jared Goff's at 66. And then Aaron Rodgers at 51. So, so those are kind of some of the other notable names on the list, kind of where they rank from the NFL player vote. And it's just kind of like a vote of what they did last year because Lamar basically, missed some time. Yeah, it's basically what they TJ did last year. TJ Watt missed some time. Yeah. So. Like Nick Boza had a crazy year. Is that why he ranked top five? Like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I just don't think. Yeah. I think it's got to be top 100 players. Like, to look forward, like, you know, like who could have, you know, who could have a top 100 year. So it's kind of based on this past year in performance because, I mean, Mark Andrews is – I mean, he was way up earlier. I mean, TJ Hawkinson fell off the list. But uh, anything else to add in the NFL before we move on to some other set, uh, lines from across the country, sports world? No, I, mean, I think that's about it. I think you need to, you know, really check your – Overrated teams for New York and Detroit. I think you're way wrong about those two. Other than that, I'm we'll good. See. I'm we'll good see. to go. All right. All right. On this day in history, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care, 1908, Henry Ford's company builds the first Model T car. Uh, 1945, the U.S. drops the second atomic bomb, the Fat Man, on Nagasaki. Have you seen Oppenheimer? No. Oh, man. So good. Good movie. I mean, I wish that movie was. 24 hours long. I would. That How long is it? Three hours. Three hours. Three hours, nine seconds. I would I would 
watch a 24-hour movie if would have just kept going. Like, that movie was so good. I was speechless after that movie happened. So, so good. Uh, and then 1929. 1929, Cole. We're almost 100 years at that. Uh, Babe Ruth becomes the first MLB player to hit 500 home runs. Yep. This man was balling back then. Uh, happy birthday, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Guy Gibson, Bob Cousy, and Whitney Houston. Good on this day in history. It's when the Great Depression ended is when he hit that 500 home run. That's when it started. Mm. Yeah, it started then. So it got them out of some depression right there. Um, all right, let's talk the real quick the FedEx Championship uh, this weekend. Top 70 players on the PJ Tour. Uh, from TPC Southland in Memphis, Tennessee. I mean, good. I mean, you got your top 70 players. Uh, Justin Thomas and Adam Scott finished 71st and 72nd in the rankings, so they just miss out. Uh, Rom, the regular season leader, is followed by Scotty Scheffler, Roy at number three, Max Home at number four, and uh, number five, Wyndham Clark. Uh, some of the betting on this tournament – you got yeah, that? I got a couple guys out there that uh, early early leaders. Uh, Scotty's at a plus six hundred. Royal yeah, this, was, this was before the tournament started, so uh, yeah. be coming out Friday. So day will have gone by, but we have not watched any of this yet. Uh, Royal Rom at eight fifty uh, plus eight fifty. Um, those are uh, the top two. I think a lot of people are going to have their mm-hmm. eyes on them. A lot of money on those two guys. Yeah. Uh, to kind of start it off, uh, you know, you're pre-1,000 plus 1,000 uh, plus 10 times. Uh, of those two, uh, I'm probably going Scotty at six. Uh, he's he's always in the top three. He's consistent. Um, and you know on Sunday he's, he's going to be in the battle. A uh, couple guys here that are kind of sleepers. Xander at plus eighteen hundred. Really like him a lot. Um, he could a top five finish would be amazing, but that you know good value there at uh, plus eighteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, couple more, couple more on there as well. But what I'm quiet year this year. I'm kind of wrong. I'm kind of wrong with Scotty and Xander. Uh, I'm probably going to be putting a full unit on. Xander, and then we'll go maybe oh full unit on Scotty, and then we'll go like half a unit on Xander. That's what we'll do. We'll go unit and a half on this golf tournament, mm-hmm. and that's what we'll do for the FedEx Championship. All right. So, who do you who do you think wins it? I know you're well, not on the betting side, yeah. and uh, but like who do you think takes this tournament? Well, I made this list before the tournament started uh, yesterday, so one day has passed since you guys when you guys will be watching this, but have not looked at the leaderboard yet. I haven't seen that. So kind of my uh, underrated picks for this weekend. Uh, some of these guys, I think, can at least finish the top 20, top 10. I mean, that aren't projected to even make the cut. I think Tom Hoagie is a really good one. He's in all these big tournaments. He can make some make some noise. J.J. Spawn coming off of last week. Great, great finish last week, and he's always in there. Uh, Sepp Straka. I mean, another, another random name that you'll see up in the top 10 leaderboard sometime. Uh, so these are guys that I – really don't have a chance that I think can at least make it to the next round, top 50 for next week. And then also uh, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, he's been so close the last few weeks. Uh, I love him, so this may be a bias pick on picking him to be underrated. And then Max Homo, obviously one of your bigger guys that, I mean, top four in the league right now, but I, I think he's still underrated. No one's really picking him to go that far. And then on the other side, kind of my overrated picks – uh, Ricky Fowler, I mean, he had a few good tournaments. I mean, should have won at least three in a back-to-back-to-back span, but just don't don't see him really pulling through this weekend. Usually doesn't when it's uh, big lights like this. And then Hideki Matsuyama, thought he was going to be really great last week, just let me down, so not going with him this week on that. And then uh, I know you said – this goes against what you said, but Xander uh, – I just hadn't seen much from him this week or this year, honestly. I mean, I love Xander, but I've not seen him really finishing even in the top 20 in most of these tournaments. So, same way for him. And then Jason Day, 
uh, as well. So those are kind of some of the guys I'm going to stay away from uh, for sure. But top 10 locks. I think uh, Rom, Scotty, Rory, Hovland, Cam Young, and Tony Finau. So good list right there, I think, can be top 10, top 15 locks heading into or finishing out this weekend. You got so six people in your top 10 is locks. I got six in my top 10 is locks, man. I think I these, feel like when, you know what a lock is, right? I do. I'm locking them in, bro. These guys don't miss. Okay. I mean, if I was given a lock, I was probably giving like two guys, one guy. I'm I'm giving six. I think. Okay. But let, let's look at the let's look at the standings got, right I now. Got, I got it pulled all up. Right. How am it? I doing? Holy cow, Jordan Speed. We talked bad about him all week. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Speed for the lead. So didn't see that one coming. Uh, would have stayed away from Jordan Speed for sure. Call more cow is someone uh, kind of on the fence. You don't really know how it's going to lean one way or the other. Oh, look who's look who's up here. Oh, there's Xander. All right, I got Tommy Fleetwood, Hoagie, Cam Young in top 15 right now. Oh, and Finau. Four, five. I got five in the top 15. So, got to make some noise. John Rom, what are you doing? What come what on. is John Rom doing right now? What are you doing? Hovland plus two. Oh man. So Ricky Fowler forty seventh. John Rom plus three. Eesh. Rom, come on. You play great on Sunday, so better pick it up there. Really though, I mean oh Victor Hovland, time for fifty ninth. So I got five in my top fifteen right now. John Rom will make a push. John make Ron a will cut. finish. Uh, everyone keeps going, and I believe I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. It probably be might be minus two, maybe minus mm, minus two, minus a lot like, of one under two, two under. Probably about right there. So, all right, take that. I guess so. It, it's gonna be a fun, fun uh, tournament, and I mean we got two more after this, so it'll be good. Anything, anything else you got to add on the FedEx? Just looking at some of these standings. Yeah, I mean, I'm one, two, three, four, five, six, eight Eagles today. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. How many double bogeys we got? Yikes. We got a lot of double bogeys, my friend. I know there's a lot of water on that hole. Only on one. Uh, this guy is the only person that had two. Oh, he had a good round until. Oh, wow. He's in the leaderboard. This dude had two double bogeys, and it's like still top five. So wow. Man, Taylor Moore. Oh, I picked him last week. Should have gone with him again this week mm. uh, out of Edmond. He's top five right now. Sandy you got. Yeah. All right. Uh, some other sports news going on. The MLB playoff schedule was released. A wild card series is October 3rd through the 5th. Uh, ALDS and NLDS, October 7th through the 14th. The ALCS, October 15th through the 23rd. And the NLCS, October 16th through the 24th. And the World Series, October 27th through November 4th. Yeah, I mean, October's going to be a fun it's coming month of up. It is going to be fun. Um, some of the other news in baseball. Did you see what the Orioles did uh, suspending their announcer, Kevin Brown? That was ridiculous. I don't get it. We've been bad against the Rays. Hey, you don't say that. <laughs> you don't like, say that. Like, and I, I don't know if they suspended their whole production team because, I mean, everyone went into making that graphic and putting that on the teleprompter to read. So, no, I man, mean, hopefully it, just, it wasn't just – it shouldn't have been him. No, Anyways, it's just the guy it, that has the eyes and ears, man. It's ridiculous. It, it was so soft. I mean, Orioles fans were chanting free Kevin Brown uh, the other day at the game. Every announcer is Michael King uh, going out and saying it was – just terrible. I mean, it, it was. It, it made no sense. He should be back, I believe. He'll be back today. So Friday is when he's unsuspended from the Orioles. Just, I would want to leave that organization and try and be somewhere else. So I guess he's calling. He called some of the women's college World series games, and also he's going to call some college football in the fall. So, I mean, he's doing all of it. So maybe he can get away from the Orioles. And I yeah. would. I would want to. Um, Johnny Manziel documentary just came out. Have you, have you, have you watched any of this? No, I'm not. 
I haven't watched any of it either. I really don't want to because I hated the man in college. It's just a terrible person. He's just so bad. I mean, this and his family wasn't any better because, I mean, the family pretended to be uh, oil money to kind of hide, subdue all the money that Manziel was getting on the gold he was wearing and how he could afford court, uh, courtside seats. And then a story came out where Johnny Manziel wasn't going to pass his drug test for the NFL, and his dad was going to fake a heart attack so Manziel could get out of it and go home for the week. Just this family, man. Wow, I didn't hear anything about this that. person and this family. Just terrible people, so bad. I did see a clip where it was like, "How much game film did you watch?" And zero. <laughs> like, set the iPad on play and walk away. Is it that hard to do that? Uh, like, it, dude, I'm, I'm glad the dude failed. I did not like the guy. I don't like the guy. Maybe he's a little more humbled. But if he was balling in the NFL, he probably wouldn't be humbled at all. It's still yeah. be the same jerk. Um, no, I still think he's the same. Yeah, same jerk. And I mean, who who are we to judge him? But I mean, I am an advocate of mental health. But to hear your bipolar and you go, I'm gonna kill myself. Son, you think like, he's do, I saw I saw that clip too. Did you, did you see I that? I heard about that. The yeah. doctor told him that like. We're diagnosing you as bipolar. And his response to the doctor goes, Should I just kill myself? Is what he said to the That's doctor. Ridiculous. Right. That's ridiculous. Say, you got to be able to accept that bipolar is not the end of the world. Yeah. There's a lot of success stories out there with people with bi- bipolar. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. just, you know, so I thought that was kind of silly. But. All right. And then the college football coaches poll came out this week. AP poll drops on Monday. Here's kind of some of the main uh, top five. I mean, it always goes national champion, some really some runner-up, and then Alabama uh, are always your top three. So you got number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, number three, Alabama, four, Ohio State, and five, LSU. Problem with that? Top five? I don't – I really don't have a problem with top five. I don't, I don't know much about LSU's offense this year. I know their defense is stout. Yeah. So, I mean, Ohio State was a field goal away from playing, winning a national championship probably. So, I, I really agree. I, I don't have any disagreements with the top five. Top ten, L- USC at number six. Penn State, Florida State, Tennessee. Clemson, Tennessee, yeah. Listen. Who does Washington have at number 11? Who does Penn State have? This is the most overhyped team every year. Penn, Penn State, State, Penn State, and Washington will probably be outside the top twenty-five at season's end. I would not disagree with that. I, I they could be outside the top twenty-five within four weeks. I could see easily. I don't understand that. And then Oregon, uh, Oregon State at eighteen. I'm sure Notre Dame's got another easy schedule. They'll have two losses at some point now. I mean, they lost to Marshall at home last year. But Florida State hype, I so think it's a little the, too like, much. All the alignment has it changed the schedules for this year? Like no, okay, not so. next year. So, but defending runner-up TCU at sixteen. I mean, I guess uh, they're they're gonna lose a lot. I could see them being outside top twenty-five as well without uh, their quarterback. So, um, number nineteen, Oklahoma. Fair, unfair, too high, too low. I think it's fair, knowing what they did last year, kind of like come on here and prove something to us. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think we know. Like we we saw all of our success for so long, and then we saw our one rough year. I think we know when we're back, and what our team looks like. I mean this, and to me, there is I don't know what's going on at TCU. I don't know what's going on at Kent State. I don't even know what's going on in Austin, but. You can't convince me that one of those three teams is having a better spring and training yeah. more than we are. Yeah. You know, and we looked at it. Our schedule is a cakewalk. We should be 5-0 and and ranked in the top 12 going into Texas. And, I mean, this team was a fumble away from beating Florida State last year, who is a top 10 team right now. So, um, 
And Texas Tech, what is this? Why? What is the hype around them? Where are they at? 24. And a bunch of people are picking them to maybe win, go to the Big 12 championship. It, no, guys. Who's this at 23? Tulane is at 23, so coming off a win against USC. Why is USC at number six? I mean, Caleb Williams, obviously, but I, I don't like Penn State there. That is terrible. I'll, I'll put Clemson and Tennessee and Utah and Oregon because they're getting Bo Nix back over after top five. So, the, If college football came out this year and Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams on the cover, would you buy it? No, because the OU team sucks. I don't want to play it. If I go back and play with Baker and Kyler and Jalen, yeah. Maybe one year, Caleb. <laughs> but, all right, uh, last story we got here. Uh, there's a new book uh, that's coming out by Billy Walters, a famous gambler, famous sports um, famous sports gambler. Uh, he had an E60 with him, uh, probably the most well-known sports uh, person. Well, an excerpt from his book is, he, I mean, he's been really good friends with Phil Mickelson, not so much anymore because he claims that Phil Mickelson has made one or has placed $1 billion in bets in the last three decades and has lost over $100 million. So he's won $900 million. No. In 2011, he averaged nine bets per day. And then he made what do you mean? Yeah, here we go. What he made bets? he made forty three MLB yeah. bets in one single day. That's there weren't forty three MLB games. There's what 12, 13, 15? So, like, I want to see like, what do you, did you just have forty three bets that were all one unit? That's insane. That's kind of stupid. <laughs> You're kind of just saying, all right, I better win twenty two of these bets to be profit yeah. today. It, it's insane, this dude. It, that's kind of why I guess he sold his private jet, and now we know why he joined the Live Tour because dude was in is in debt and needed this money. He also tried to bet on the Ryder Cup that he was in in 2012. I placed a four hundred thousand four hundred thousand dollar bet on that, which the on Team USA, which Team USA ultimately collapsed on Sunday and lost. So he would have lost a lot more money if he was able to bet on the Ryder Cup he was playing in. So this man. I mean, we're learning how much of a. How is that? How I mean, is that legal? But then, like, you can't bet the NFL. Yeah, I. We're learning how bad of a person this Phil Mickelson guy uh, might be. I mean, nine one billion dollars, one billion in bets in thirty years. It, it does. I, I could care less what you do with your own personal money. My thing is, is when this kind of person, when this kind of news comes out. It makes me kind of wonder about the money that you had all your mm-hmm. fans supporting too in your little golf matches with Tiger. Mm-hmm. All those yeah. money you raised. Like, it makes me kind of question those. Like, is that billions a lot of money? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for so- a golfer as well. I mean, they make good money on tour. They don't. They're making more money than they are this. I mean, these years than they were when Phil Mickelson was dominating, and he was always getting beat by Tiger, so he wasn't winning a lot. Yeah, when you lose one billion dollars, like the the money you raise for charities, just got to be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it's the side dish on your entree, <laughs> right? Like yeah. it's just kind of like. So that that was a pretty pretty crazy story that came out uh, with Phil Mickelson. So looking like I mean, him and Billy Walters were buddies, buddies, buddies. Phil would go in and place these massive bets for Billy uh, in Vegas because Billy wasn't allowed to go into the casinos because he was so good at it. They kind of banned him from placing major bets. So crazy story out of Phil Mickelson and the golf world. All right, let's move to our final segment, who we sharing our burger and rot with. Want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. All right, well, uh, one million acres of the previous uh, native lands around the Grand Canyon uh, was turned into a national monument over this past week. Uh, Twelve tribes joined uh, to lobby to get the land protection, and places in it include the Spring-Fed Waterfalls, Gray Mountain, and thousands of other sites. So uh, share my burn brought with that uh, indi- former indigenous land that's now becoming a national monument at the Grand Canyon. I mean, 
gorgeous place and uh, going to be even more protected. Um, Sharon Mount, can you pick it? Because he's going to win us a division this year. Get him fat? <laughs> no, he's going to win us a division this year. And we're betting on that? One playoff game. He's going to beat the Bengals and the Ravens. And is Deshaun going to be that bad again? Do not talk to me about Cleveland, dude. <laughs> Please do not talk to me about Cleveland. We talk about this every year. I don't year. want to talk and about I, and, I, and I know Cleveland has beat us in a playoff game recently. Beat no. you? They dominated y'all. <laughs> At home. <laughs> Listen. At least you made the playoffs in the last seven years. There's that. Cleveland's <laughs> getting fourth. They're awful. Yeah. They're bad. I'm not worried about them at all. It'll be a Cleveland and Pittsburgh uh, race to see who finishes dead last. <laughs> it, I would say we're getting second at worst case. Mm-hmm. I mean, worst case, we got third. But yeah. we're, we're it'll be interesting to see how long Joe Burrow's out, and that'll help you guys a lot. I'm not worried about that. I'm like, I mean. Say Joe Burrow misses five games. Cincinnati win that division. <laughs> Probably. Still. But it's not going to be Baltimore, man. And I tell you this. If you place a bet on Baltimore winning that division, that's a stupid bet. They're probably <laughs> going to get third. That's a stupid bet. Okay. Lamar Jackson's return is not going to mean that much. All right, there you go. Okay, I'm I'm disagreeing with you on that one. I mean, Lamar's a baller, but all right. Anything else to add on this episode? Two hundred five, I think. Go Steelers! <laughs> all right, NFL preseason is here. The season is coming up four weeks away from the NFL. Awesome, awesome times. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank shout out to millions for letting us come on the pod and broadcasting live. Uh, it's been fun, and we'll be doing this every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Central Time. So thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And check out the website, burgersbratspodcast.com.